Hi, this is Dave Pryor. Welcome to Leading Agile Sound Notes. Paul Ardrey is here. Thank you for joining me, Paul. Thank you very much for having me, Dave. We're both taking time away from World Cup to talk about something ultimately more exciting than soccer or football, depending on where you are and you're listening. We're going to talk about finance. Woohoo! Yeah, <laughs> but but <laughs> we're going to talk about it from a very specific perspective. Paul's going to be giving a talk at Agile 2018 uh, called "Addressing Your CFO's Concerns to an Enterprise-Wide Agile Transformation." Um, it's going to take place on Thursday, August 9th at 9 a.m. And before we get into the topic, Paul, can you explain to the folks who you are and why you are the right person to give this talk? Sure. So uh, I am the chief financial officer for Leading Agile. I've uh, been with the company a little bit over two years. Uh, before that, I was with uh, Red Hat as their vice president and treasurer for about eight and a half years. And so I've really gotten in both on the infrastructure side of software and now in the software development and having that financial background. I've uh, been a, a lifetime finance, I'm a CPA by background really kind of provide that financial perspective and understanding. So when uh, people are trying to do these large-scale enterprise-wide transformation efforts, you know, what's some of that vernacular you need to speak with your CFO? What are his concerns? What are the things that he's thinking about uh, when you're bringing these large-scale transformations uh, to them? Um, there was an interesting uh, study done by McKinsey uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, according to their analysis, uh, 70% of large-scale transformations, whatever they may be, um, fail. And that's a substantial percentage. So I, I would say that's more than majority. And so uh, if your CFO is aware of those kind of stats in which these large-scale enterprise-wide transformation efforts you know, would fall into, uh, how are you going to convince him that the transformation effort you're going to provide is going to be successful? Do you think that most CFOs would have awareness of that kind of – I mean, whether it's agile or not – changing the organization, making a massive company-wide kind of switching of, of the direction or anything like that is going to throw a wrench into things. Do you think that they have awareness of that statistic? I think for large organizations, they're not naive to think this is going to be a simple walk in the park when you're talking about change management, org redesign, changing the way things you've historically done. And okay. when it's across an entire organization, they, they, they should be fully aware and very cognizant of that fact. Okay. So I want to try to provide some context for folks that are listening into why this talk I think is, is so valuable. I, in all the classes that I teach, every single class, at least two or three people want to know how to sell agile transformation to management. And they always want to talk about teams and stuff like that. And, and there's the whole thing about, you know, people self-organized and all that stuff. And that's great, but that's not going to really sway most CFOs, right? No, no. At the end of the day, uh, there's the stakeholders that, that an organization is beholden to. It's going to be your shareholders, uh, your internal employees, all the various board members. And so when you're making the kind of financial decisions that an enterprise-wide transformation, it's big dollars. I mean, these are seven-figure. Gen generally, it should be seven-figure if it's a very large And multi-year, right? And generally, it's going to span, like a, again, a, a significant amount of time. It could be you know, anywhere from 12 to 24 months, depending on how large the organization is and how many teams have to go make uh, the change. And so that's a substantial amount of risk for the organization. And so it's just not going to be the simple thing of uh, just trying to doing scrum at, at the team level. It, it's a tire, the org, org redesign, the change management, that's some substantial effort that has to be done. And there's got to be a financial return on that. And so you have to prove out what your return on investment is. Another key financial metric that I look to is also the payback. You know, how long is it going to take you and, and time 
to make that investment. So if you're spending a million dollars up front, how many years back is it going to take before you, you get that your money back in your pocket and break even? So are you going to be showing people how to like model this out during the session or? Yes, I'm gonna show. I'm gonna actually do the two two statistics, the ROI and the payback. Two examples, kind of walk folks through some of the the the, the attributes or what goes into those formulas, and, and some of the things that you need to consider when you calculate both of those calculations. Okay, I, I want to ask you an ROI question, and I might might cut this out of the interview, but I want to see see how you respond to it. Um, when I'm teaching class and talking about prioritization, we talk about ROI as you know a factor you might consider. But the thing that always strikes me about ROI is it's just some number that somebody pulled out of some nether region and said, this is going to make X amount of dollars. Are you, is there any place where people go back and if I say it's going to make $50 million or somebody on the other end of it says, well, he was off by this percent. And then the next time I give an estimate, somebody kind of cuts back on it because of my, you know, how accurate I was. Uh Yes. So some, some, depending on how uh, much, in, how big the project is, how much investment is, uh, people will go back and do a quote unquote budget to actual. Okay. So they, they will see if that, because uh, generally in a large organization, there'll be a, a project sponsor. Right. Uh, so someone's going to be sponsoring this. And so they'll say, Hey, you know, you thought the economic benefit uh, that this is going to return was, you know, 30%, you know, and, and 18 months later, we've only gotten a 10% return on it. The next time you bring a, 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 that kind of large uh, investment that you want to sponsor, you may not get the same approval next time. Okay. Um, well, there may be uh, reasons why that didn't get achieved, uh, which are, are very, say, hey, something, there were some assumptions that we made that didn't pan out. There may be something like that. But if it's something consistent and it's like this was something that was, should be known uh, and it was a big mistake, you may not get that uh, second uh, chance at bat, if you will. Okay. Now, do you think that most CFOs are kind of hip to agile or is it, I mean, is it just a buzzword to them still or do they? I think it depends on the organization, what's going on. I think it's becoming more and more prevalent. Um, but I think within the, the finance organizations, uh, it depends on where it is in the process, what kind of benefits, is it business agility? Are we talking only within the IT department? Are we talking across or the, or the entire organization? Um, I really think it just depends on each of the the CFOs and where they are. Okay. How would you define business agility from a CFO's perspective? For me, at least from a perspective, is, is how do you improve your business outcomes? Okay. I mean, right now the competition is so fierce, right? I mean, you just hear about you know it's we're, you know it's a global it's a global economy. Um, things are going at such a rapid pace. Technology is moving so fast, and so if you're not up to speed of what's going on. Uh, with going on with your own markets and what new entrants are coming into your markets that you may not even be aware of, having that business agility so you can pivot uh, when something comes along, I think that's the power of business agility. Okay. So there's a de defensive and an offensive component to it. Both. Exactly. Okay. All right. Now, when you're, when you're looking at things like this, would you be inclined to factor in, I don't know, things like reduction, the money that you're going to save by reducing technical debt? or um, the money that you're going to save by people not quitting because they're getting burned out because we want to work at a sustainable pace, did those kind of things factor into it, or is it just straight up, like, what's the ROI? Uh, there's, there's all of that. So, so, so it's interesting. There is uh, uh, the Harvey Nash uh, came out in 2017 uh, with a study, and it said CEOs are having their CIOs 64% of the time focused on top line, um, okay. towards revenue acceleration. Uh, which is a substantial change uh, from historic past. It's always about, you know, let's cut, you know, where can we cut costs? Where can we cut costs? 
And I think the big part of that is because this whole digitalization of what's going on. You know, how do I digitize my current business? You know, for example, there's a, you know Domino's Pizza, right? How are they going to digitize uh, the delivery of pizza? So they hired 400 software developers and other folks within the IT department to look at how they can, you know, have drones deliver their pizzas, how they can have portable ovens. Um, and so they're really relooking at their business model, and this is just on pizza. So I, that's how uh, the IT departments, the CIOs, can really look at the look at the top line versus just looking at cost savings. Okay. But all that has to be evaluated when you're when you're doing your ROI and your economic benefits and the value you're going to generate. Um, how do you get productivity savings? You know, employee satisfaction from moving to an agile environment. Everybody wants to be associated with a winner, right? Yeah. And so if you're a market leader and people view is is that you want to be part of that team, so that's going to be an employee retention tool. And the CFOs, that's going to resonate with them. So how do you prove that moving to to an agile environment will will, will do that? Okay. Uh, so there's 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 various aspects, and you should go through each of those, and we're going to touch upon some you know, several of those in in our discussion back on the ninth. Okay. And am I correct in assuming that this is not a talk that's directed at finance people, but more others within the organization that will be speaking to finance people? This is kind of kind of arming yourself so you can have those educated conversations with your CFO. What are some of the things you should be thinking about? So putting yourself in his his or her chair. And then how is you're thinking of the CFO? What kind of questions are, are you going to be getting asked? So uh, that way you, you're thinking ahead. So when you're bringing your proposal, it's just not to saying, hey, we want to become agile. But what's some of the other things that you should be considering in that proposal okay. from a financial aspect? Cool. All right. So I'm, I've got one more question. But before we do that, I want to just kind of plug the talk again. So this is going to be Thursday, August 9th at 9 a.m. It's called Addressing Your CFO's Concerns to an Enterprise-Wide Agile Transformation. Um, the question that I have now is not specifically about your talk, but it's about financial literacy. So I did an interview the other day with a PMI fellow that I've known for years, and he was talking about evaluating things across the portfolio. And, and he doesn't really see a distinction between waterfall and agile. But he started talking about things like CapEx and all these other types of budget-related terms. Um, that's not stuff that I came up with a deep awareness of. I mean, I studied it in graduate school. But is that something that you would expect people kind of coaching transformation or leading transformation? Do they need to know all that stuff now and know what different categories things slot into in terms of budgeting and reporting and stuff like that? I think it's important to be improve and increase your awareness and have that financial literacy and the vernacular in your uh, in your quiver, if you will. Okay. I think um, you know understanding what the different software capitalization you know at a high level is, um, and how moving from a waterfall to an agile development model uh, will impact that, and some of the things you need to consider. Um, so we're going to touch upon several of those in the talk as well. Okay. Um, and so you know what should should you change your capitalization? Right. In other words, if you historically have capitalized software at, at a very high dollar level, because waterfall was over you know a twelve or eighteen month or you know period of time. When you're deploying under an agile environment, you know every three or four months, you know, based on if it's an epic or what have you, you may need to change your threshold, or you're going to be expensing more than you historically have because it won't meet your capitalization threshold. So those things you have to kind of be aware of and to kind of understand that. So when you're talking to your CFO and you're making these changes, you've thought through all those kind of considerations. So it's a fully baked solution you're bringing to them. Cool. All right. Well, thank you very much. So hopefully, when you're at the conference, we'll get to do. Uh, another interview, and we'll get to go into this stuff a little bit more. Um, okay. 
But if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Well, if you want to uh, send me an email, it's uh, paul.argery, which is A-R-G-I-R-Y, at leadingagile.com. Okay. And you're on LinkedIn as well? I am on LinkedIn as well. So uh, you can find me there, Paul Argery, same last name. Okay. It's good that you're using the same last name. Do you have the Twitter? I I have Twitter, but uh, it's not up to date. So okay. uh, so we'll just stick with LinkedIn and the leading. I'll I'll include a link to the leading agile page, and I'll include your email as well. Um, cool. Good. So Paul, thank you very much for doing this. Everybody who's listening, you want to make sure to check out addressing your CFO's concerns for an enterprise wide agile transformation on Thursday, August 9th at nine a.m. at the 2018 uh, Agile Conference. I almost said Scrum Gathering, but this is the Agile Conference because it's summer. Agile 2018, yes. <laughs> All right. Paul, thanks a lot, man. All right, Dave. You have a great one. You back too. Back to the club. Yes, right. back to the soccer. All right.